0: Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden, and thank you for listening to 90 Under 90. We'll get to the show in just a minute, but first, I'd like to introduce this week's very special guest, Mr. Ian Simmons. Now, unlike the rest of our co-hosts, Ian is actually involved in the entertainment industry. He is a Chicago film critic, and you can hear his thoughts and reviews on his own podcast, Kicking the Seat, which you can download or stream on his website, www.kickseat.com, or you can follow him on Facebook or on Twitter, at KickSeat. Uh, And you can also find our show on Twitter, at 90 Under 90. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a review, or just send us an email at 90under90 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, but for right now, I'm sure you're sick of hearing from me. So why don't we just get to the show? Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Ian Simmons. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 Movies. Under 90 minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: I may just leave it. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: People will be like, what happened to the show? But that's what's second. <laughs> Okay, today on our show, clocking in at 81 minutes, we're talking about 1996's Beavis and Butthead Do America, directed by Mike Judge. Yes, sir. MTV's second movie. Yeah, second movie. Was the first one Good Burger? No, that's That's a Nickelodeon Nickelodeon movie. movie. The first... MTV movie. Joe's apartment. Joe's apartment. There you go. All right.
1: I don't know why I went to Good Burger for some reason. And are we maybe
0: doing Joe's apartment? Oh, Joe's apartment is definitely uh, Uh, in the future. Um, Watch out, guys. (laughs) <laughs> so, the movie opens with the Moon Man in outer space, and yeah. the Moon Man's floating, and he comes at the screen, and it says MTV in his reflection, but then we see giant versions of Beavis and Butthead in a Godzilla-like scenario. Well, we see people we see people <laughs> trampling the streets and and, uh, and and flooding and running away from a, a huge menace of some sort. That's a very dramatic opening. And and, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I wonder why, why this opening in particular. My... Yeah. I always find it a bit weird, and I think it's because you're taking these small screen characters and putting them on the big screen. Yeah, and it is—it's kind of like the the Wayne's World thing. The whole premise is people sitting on their couch, right? So they go outside. What bigger way to go outside than by destroying the outdoors? Yeah. And I feel like when you adapt
0: a television show, like you kind of have an obligation to say, like, a big debut, like, here we are. This is our film debut. Like, we're going to have to go big or go home. Yeah. I got that vibe from this movie, too. Like, they had that obligation or something. They literally went big right there exactly. in the first 30 <laughs> seconds now, of the movie. I'm going to compare this dream sequence to another, a dream sequence I think works better in another comedy. And that's Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Okay. Opening, adventure opening with a dream. Opens with a dream, and he's winning the Tour de France on his bicycle. The movie is about his bicycle. They're giants. They're in the city. He grabs a woman, and they fight over the woman, and they're just two horny teens. So I'm wondering: Is does this have any thematic connection? Is there any connective tissue whatsoever? And no, it's just really it's just kind of a throwaway dream
1: with the the Godzilla stuff. But you know, whatever. Yeah, and it goes right into this uh, 1970s, like, cop show homage, which is like a hangover from the Sabotage video of the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Well, first
0: first we learn the premise of the movie, which is basically they... Butthead wakes up from the dream. Mm-hmm. Beavis is shaking him, and we learn that their TV has been stolen in the worst burglary that could possibly be committed <laughs> upon two people. There is no tack to there whatsoever in this a, burglary. There is a weapon left behind. Yeah. There is glass shattered everywhere. <laughs> Footsteps. Footprints leading <laughs> from one window out the other. Hey, that's right. Uh, and their TV is missing, and. Uh, they realize that, uh, that it takes Butthead a while to piece together that this sucks yeah it sucks it <laughs> and suck. then we cue the Isaac Hayes uh, music uh, the Starsky and her... Hutch style credit sequence well, Like shaft you yeah. know Starsky and Hutch in image and Star... shaft in tone <laughs> yes and I, I, you know I, I'm just gonna put it out there I, I was a big Beavis <laughs> and Butthead kid I think I grew out of it because when I watched this I didn't really enjoy it that much I like the opening credits of this movie better than the movie itself <laughs> I think I'm so that's a that's a hot take there, so did, would you guys think it's still is uh, it's near and dear in your heart? This is, there's a lot of nostalgia, but if you set it aside, what do you think of Beavis and Butthead Even in nineteen ninety six. I remember being like this opening credit sequence is weird and I don't I don't see the point of this I don't yeah. I don't know what you're trying This is clearly the wrong audience like the I kids. don't understand yeah. the I get the vague reference point of like a cop show kind of but I didn't know what Starsky and Hutch was I didn't know what Shaft was uh, yeah. I didn't know who Isaac Hayes was <laughs> We persuaded our mom to take us to go see this movie what year was this 96 so I was uh, 8, and you were 10. I would have been... Well, this came out... Yeah, I would have been... This came... No, this movie came out in December, I think. So I think I. this was ap- right after I turned 11. Okay, so right around. <laughs> yeah. All right. God. Wow. Very precise. But, uh, <clears> Ian, <throat> yes. would you care to uh, reveal this information?
1: Uh, I would have been... 19? <laughs> well, okay, that's well, not I that much this, of a gap. Did you see it in the theater? Yes. You did? What'd you think? Was Why? it everything you wanted it to be? No, because uh, I was very much a Beavis and Butthead head uh, back in its heyday, which was a few years before this came out, like 93, 94, mm-hmm. um, to the point yeah, where... We're 25th anniversary this year. Oh.
0: Of Beavis and Budden. Oh, Beavis man. and Budden, actually, this weekend, yes, March 3rd, was the premiere of Beavis and Budden. I think that date is correct, but I know it was in the month of March in 1993, so yeah, 25 years ago, pretty much wow. to this day of the recording.
1: That's yeah. crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a huge nut. I mean, I still do the voices sometimes. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, we're gonna, there's gonna, we're gonna be getting into some voices as this, oh, well, this story unfolds. But um, yeah, I mean, the movie there was such a, a disconnect, not only just in terms of themes like we're talking about, because mm-hmm. they're not on the couch for ninety minutes, and that's probably a good thing. Yeah. But just it was for me, it was kind of over by the time this, this movie yeah. came out. It's like they they had this massive pop cultural phenomenon, and mm-hmm. then they just waited too late. I know it's hand-drawn animation. You can't just churn this stuff right. out, but yeah. it was like, oh, they just felt like they missed the boat. I, I guess I was too young to uh, consider the timing of
0: the release con- uh, with against the television show's heyday. Yeah.
1: Because, so. I mean, you
0: think about it like, well, I mean, another movie we talked about, like the Simpsons movie, and we developed, we talked about how that took like, you know, 11, 10 years, 18 years to develop the movie, basically. Yeah. Um, And then you got something like South Park, which came out like, when the show was in its third season or entering its third season. And, like, that was all about elevating what South Park was at the time. And, yeah, I agree that I remember when this movie came out thinking, like, really? Like, a movie now? Like, fine, (laughs) I'll go see it. Like, cool, but
1: why? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it would have just been... Better if they had just sat there and watched videos. Of, or, I'm thinking or maybe, on, or just like stayed in their. Town. At the very know.
0: least, you know what you do you do. You have them watching some trailers or something like that. At mm. the like as a as a an, a pre-opening, like a maybe a pre-credits thing. Because yeah. you know they got to be commenting on something. If it's not a music video, which I mean, like, you know, like that's whole. Like that was back. You know, we got to remember that MTV used to play music videos back. Yeah. when this show premiered so it was really cool to see them doing like this mystery science theater take on them
1: uh-huh yeah I, th- I think you touched on it uh pretty i think you zeroed in on it pretty well which is the the opening scene i think just the entire idea of the road trip movie i'm sure that was an obsession for mike judge along mm-hmm. with godzilla and like 70s tv and pop culture but that doesn't necessarily translate to the audience of, you know, we'll call it 14, 15, 16-year-old kids or when you're and that's being and 11 year old at honestly, the That's honestly because,
0: like, Beavis and Butthead was huge even in our, like, grades. So it's, like, I, it's one of those things where, like, it definitely reached a demographic younger than maybe it was intended to. Because South Park was the same way. I was, mm-hmm. like, 11 or 12 when yeah. South Park came out. And it's like, I remember being like, oh, we're not supposed to see South Park. But young, I was like, it's cool. at that time, you I like was like, I can dope. remember when Bart Simpson, like, I got sent home from school because I wore a Bart Simpson t-shirt I remember in 1991. Things. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. he was a bad influence. Just, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse
1: as time goes on. And I remember the big controversy of that was, eat my shorts. Yeah. I so mean, can you yeah. imagine? That's why. Because it said, eat my shorts. <laughs> and on it. I was like, yeah.
0: hey, that's an inappropriate shirt for school. And like, now it's, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, you're lucky if you don't have the C word printed on your shirt or Yeah, something like that.
0: Oh. So the movie starts. The TV's gone. My question is, and they never establish this in the show. Where do they? Why did? How do they live on their own? They're fifteen, aren't they? They're it, freshmen yes. in high school. They're. they fifteen is going at on? most. They can't drive yet. Like, yeah, where are the authorities. In I never this understood grade? that too. I remember asking like our dad, like, what, where are their parents? Yeah. Like. and that was one of dad's one of dad's teaching moments was him saying well like you got to keep in mind that these are neglected kids and that's why they act like punks and that's why it's not the type of person you want to (laughs) emulate because we used to do the voices too and it was just (laughs) like is that the kind of image that you want to project like that was one of the things our dad used to say to us the truth is he was just annoyed with our beavis and bunhead impressions i'm sure i'm sure because they were probably ad nauseum you know what i think it worked so (laughs) so they go out in search of their TV. Yeah, um, because like that's what you do. Like they gotta, yeah. you, they gotta go out and find the TV. So they they go to the high school to steal the TV from the AV room because he gets an idea, and they they run into Mr. Van Driesen. Well, first they're checking a garbage can too. I mean, let's be let's <laughs> first check the garbage can out front, make sure that it's not in there. Yeah. no TV in here. Uh, all right, let's go. <laughs> and then they go to the. Uh, and Van Driesen tries to convince him that they don't need they don't need TV to entertain us, and they say, uh, "You said anus, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> entertain us, anus, yeah, yeah, anus, yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does, oh, yeah." <laughs> And then they get expelled. They break the TV on the stairs. I mean, wouldn't you expel uh, whoever broke the school's Look, TV? Principal McVicker has some issues that he. <laughs> 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 <You> little
1: <bastards. laughs> Walking heart attack. I guess.
0: Yeah. <gasps> He's got some problems, and we see him again really soon. They leave the high school, and I think this is when they go to like a cheap motel. Well, right? they go to Tom Anderson's camp. Oh, first. of course, they go to. They go oh, to his RV and there's... Those of them boys have been whacking off in my <laughs> RV. <RVing> and <laughs> in the camper. So they go in to watch TV and Beavis fucks it up because he pulls a coal out of the little mini and it, It's not hooked up. Yeah, so drink <laughs> yeah. This crap is war. he spits it on the TV and sparks fly everywhere and he goes, uh, uh, the TV's broken. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do it. <laughs> so they go to the motel late at night and the uh, sun's going down. Beavis is tweaking out because he really needs TV. You know, he yeah. can't. So we've now, like, this is the first five minutes of the movie at most. So, like, they've already gotten expelled. Yeah. We've already seen uh, three major supporting characters from the show. Yeah. Basically the only three supporting characters who show up because, like, who like Stuart doesn't really show up at all. No, no Stuart. No, Daria Daria. is there in image only in the classroom when he's Uh, singing Lesbian Seagulls. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm surprised there wasn't a Daria cameo because this was years yeah. after that she had her own show. Right, right? Maybe. Uh,
0: I don't know when her show because that's or the weird that, thing. Was
1: that one in 2000? No, no, I feel like it was definitely still in the 90s. I think it was okay. mid-90s. Like, Daria was... That was the big... Uh, but, yeah,
0: it was, because she definitely... She's visually there, but, like, she, yeah, she doesn't have a speaking is she, line. Is she,
1: in the, she show, is she in the classroom or something? Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah, singing when he's,
0: Lesbian Signals, she's oh, sitting there. Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah, she doesn't sing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, uh, Todd, is that the... the... Todd, yeah, the, he's the bully. Yeah, the bully guy. He doesn't show up at all. Yeah, there's no Todd. You see, I think I might have liked this movie. It stuck to Highland. I just don't know what he would have done, so I guess... He wanted to go big, you know, with this movie. Right. I think maybe he felt obligated. to. We also uh, learned that they that they have an experience, uh, are, uh, a repetition, a history, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> a history of repeatedly using his camper for masturbatory purposes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we've got a lot crammed in that first five minutes, and there. that comes <laughs> into play later. Yes. But. They go All to the All that's motel. just a little sprinkling a little bit of setup. You go to the motel and they see Principal McVicar getting spanked by a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's the last we see of No, we see him again. Uh, <gasps> yeah, we see him again <laughs> oh, a
1: bit later. us on butter. Oh!
0: You little <laughs> bastards. Oh. Here's a piece of trivia for you. Uh Originally, he was supposed to be uh, completely not completely. He's supposed to have uh, no underwear on in that oh, scene. Like oh, bare ass! And then they, they made him go back and animate uh, underwear back man. on. Hey, for the PG thirteen rating, we can see Bart Simpson's dick. I mean, I guess that was two thousand seven. Yeah, it's ninety six. You know, Eleven but, years after this. Yeah, but okay, they go to Bruce Willis's room. Uh, yeah, his name is uh, Muddy. Muddy, yeah. Muddy. They go to Muddy's <laughs> room and there's a TV in there. They're very intrusive. They don't care. No, they, they just go, go. They ahead. just walk right in. They're just looking for... The, all they care about is TV. I don't yeah. know what they want to... I, presumably yeah. they want to watch music videos. And it's the old case of mistaken identity. He thinks it's the guys that he hired to kill his wife. And uh, <laughs> they're so dumb that they can't refute it. So he sends them on their way, and this is the big thrust of the movie. Well, here's the problem, though, with this whole <laughs> this <so> whole <laughs> <laughs> Here's the problem with this whole thing. Like, my, he, he's hiring these guys to kill his wife. Yeah, five know, grand each. I think? ten grand ten, total. grand. ten grand to do his wife, but he keeps <laughs> using the phrase "do." So it's like, you know what? That's the you're big not hole helping. Yeah, you're not helping this clarify yeah. the situation by using these vague terms. That's right, do her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, ca- I can't make it any clearer than that. <laughs> Bruce Willis doing his real gruff <laughs> voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Trying really hard here, guys. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's Bruce weird. Bruce
1: Willis. I just watched the Death Wish remake. Oh, did you? What did you think of that? It, it's not good, but it's <laughs> good in a certain way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's just strange because looking back 20 years ago to Bruce Willis back when he really kind of cared. Yeah. Watching Beavis and Butthead do America, I could kind of hear it in in his voice either. It sounds like he didn't understand quite what he was doing there. (laughs) And I don't think he gave a shit. And that was like a precursor to where he would be two decades later.
0: Alright, so I got the I'm a little gruff guy, I'm a criminal. Do I so, look at the camera? Or so. Where's the camera? Bruce, there's no camera. Just how many, wife.
1: how many corners do I turn around with a gun in my hand? How many times do I do that? I understand. I'm supposed to kill my wife. I love my wife. To me, she's great. Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> how many movies have they done together besides this? Is there any? None? Just yeah. home movies. And that <laughs> ended several decades
1: ago too. Yeah. Do they
0: have a porn? i watched it. No, that. I was just talking
1: about like like when they were married. Uh, right. <laughs> Oh, like home movies. I went straight
0: to porn, because that's my mind. But uh, uh, in the motel room, <laughs> they embark on their trip. They're clueless. And he says, go do your wife. They're like, well, we're horny teens. We're going to go. Like t- they can just t- buy a new TV with the 10 grand. That's still, TV is the sole motivation. Right, that's their, that's their main goal yeah. throughout this whole thing. is plots with the, the We want to have sex with this lady, and but mostly let's get TV. Yeah, so they're on their way to Las Vegas yes. to murder his wife, or do his wife. They're dropped at the airport in the daytime, and like, so like, how much time has passed when he was like yeah. having this conversation with them? Because it's like the morning now. Money also <laughs> says to steal a little black bag. That's important from the wife. Uh, satchel, <laughs> <laughs> about this big. All right. So they get on. So you just gotta take this satchel. And, uh, something they, about Mike. He's like constantly drunk in this. What moment. am I doing in this this scene here? <laughs> so they get on an airplane and Budhead tries hitting on the stewardess and this is something that happened in the show a lot like you know notice, notice they try to interact with somebody but they they would always passively just ignore them or just not yeah there's a lot of them. just walking away from beavis and Budhead are and they not... ghosts in, in this like and uh, sometimes i just wonder like yeah do but then i then again them? like when you think of the reality of the situation like do you think an adult with any kind of dignity is gonna like Tell this 15-year-old, get like... At the very least, say like, please go back to your seat. But she's like totally just going about her business <laughs> on the airplane. It's very weird. Hey, Butthead's working it, though. Yeah, he's trying. Uh, he's like, I got a beer. Want some? <laughs>
1: so <laughs> that's <laughs> something we used to <laughs> uh,
0: Want some? I got a beer. Want some? I got a beer. Beavis turns into Cornholio because he meets this nice old lady played by uh, Cloris Leachman. What, what, okay, let's talk about Cornholio for a second. Okay. What was your opinion of Cornholio...
1: Whenever is, he appears on the show.
0: Alter ego that he puts his shirt over his
1: head, he puts his hands... Whenever he gets really hyped up Spanish on sugar accent. or caffeine
0: or something like that, he yeah. turns into Cornholio for some reason. Mm-hmm. I
1: loved Cornholio on the show, but... He worked as like the first time I saw him, it was great, mm-hmm. and then they brought him back, and they brought him. Back. It was kind of like you know Wolverine crossovers in Marvel comics. It's yeah, like the novelty wore off after yeah. not that long a while. I got you. So seeing him again in the movie, I'm like, oh, this is it's like a box they have to tick. They got to yeah, have they cornhole. have to obviously yeah. they
0: have to have a cornholio at least a scene in there. Yeah. See, you know, me, I remember being ten years old and being like. Dude, fuck Cornholio, because you're like I remember Cornholio was one of those things where it's just like I didn't mind people doing the Beavis and Butthead voices, but when people would do Cornholio, it's the most obnoxious thing. Even for an, a,
1: a a peer, a ten year old peer, yeah, it's like fuck you, man, you're obnoxious. And now, are you just talking about the voice, or would you see people like? Being, oh no, they like, do so this the shirt. They thing do the too. shirt oh, thing. Man. They hold
0: their arms up like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So they get off the plane. They they get picked up by a chauffeur, and then they get brought to their hotel. <laughs> and then we, get, they get, they, we get this red hot chili peppers. They get montage. picked up by a chauffeur who they think is blind. Yeah, so they, test it they out. Moan him, <laughs> butthead. Just check this out. And <laughs> yeah. he just the next shot is his ass just bare. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I love that. That made me. That was one of those things that made me laugh out loud. Yeah. And you didn't laugh out loud at Butthead's ass? At Butthead just <laughs> mooting him? No, not really. <sighs> Sorry. I just <laughs> you're stupid you're <laughs> dumb. They uh, the real assassins show up at the motel it's the same guys who stole Beavis and Butthead's TV and they're 12 hours late to yeah, meet money so like these guys late. are really shitty like first of all and they're the, the same two who broke into Beavis and Butthead's apartment poorly and just the way they put the TV in the van because when they find out the TV's stolen just outside these guys are packing the TV up like and, literally yeah. Butthead woke up a minute too late and yeah. they could have caught them but the way they put it in the back of the van it's just like so Lack of days, it's hanging out halfway. They don't. They don't even really close the latch. These guys are incompetent. So (laughs) money thinks because uh, Beavis and had showed up in their stead that he's being like swindled by his uh, wife. So he, he's going to go to Vegas and kill all three of them. So now <laughs> that's his uh, big ratchet. I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to kill all three of them. <laughs> and then we get the roller coaster montage. Roller Ma- coaster, yeah. man. Love Roller, roller coaster. coaster by Red Hot Chili Pepper, their version <laughs> of it. Featuring Dave Navarro at the time, not John Freshanti. The One Hot Minute album. Ooh. Ooh. We want to talk about bad. But my question is why does the band in the hotel have to look like like exactly. fast, sweaty, middle-aged men? Why do they look like the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Because the Red Hot Chili Peppers would not be playing a casino at the in the daylight like they would. They just—that's not a gig a that the Chili Peppers have to do. Well, Green Day wouldn't be playing on a boat in The Simpsons, but they got. Something but that at the was at least clearly an event that the whole town came out for. They All built right. this barge for a stage, and you know, granted, the water was pretty polluted, but well, so they didn't want to humble themselves in the name of this cartoon. No, I I was always like. Yeah, like they're not—they're just—it's not, um, they're just it's like not this... the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like why? Yeah, it's like this oh, Afro man. guy. And do you this remember how hot that mullet... single was? Oh yeah, yeah. And the music video had Beavis and Butt in it, and they're in like a roller coaster. And you do get animated versions of the band on a roller coaster. It was a big video at the time, back when there were videos on MTV. But anyway, they go to the hotel room, and uh, after trying to feel up a giant statue like boobs of yes. like uh, an Egyptian woman. And they fall off. Now when you're 11 years old and you see animated boobs, you don't know how to feel because it's a statue. So it's not like, yeah. not quite the same as like seeing them, but. Maybe if you're lucky on HBO, Heavy
1: Metals on uh, it. Yeah, ring right. And uh, that's the only time really. I love that statue. I just got a big kick out of that. It's trying just, to, like, <laughs> just, get on just some huge boobs. Here you go, guys. Go, <laughs> go gamble. Here's some
0: huge boobs. And some a band that sounds suspiciously like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Um, so they go to the room, and it's one of those hotels with the adjacent room. That's important because uh, first, the guy uh, who walks into to the room, the concierge, wants his tip, and they don't—they're oblivious to that. I thought that was <laughs> what funny. is it about Could movie you... bellhops who are not like they have no. Like the no problem, just be like holding out their yeah. hand, like give me a tip, yeah. like right. What? what yeah. Why are you not giving me a tip? Not in this. Not in this world. My God, Rob yeah. Schneider in Home Alone Two. Yeah, with his little hand gesture. He doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah. there for the money and only the money. You can, you He's know. counting his tips in the lobby. That's why I always carry Fruit Stripe
1: gum with me, just in case. Just in case you run across a bellhop. Hard ass
0: wants a tip from me. You know, I, I,
1: I lost the narrative there. Were you talking about the bellhop or Rush Rob Schneider?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Rob Schneider just on the street. Hey guys, you got uh, you got like 20 bucks or something? No, no, no. no. I just need to get on a, a bus or I, something. Yeah, I tip everyone very well, very well. <laughs> you see Du Begalo So, $20 at the they grabbing my bag. So they they try to open the door to the adjacent room and it's the adjacent to Dallas, is that the name of Buddy's yeah. wife? And that's Demi Moore's character and she's got this blonde skunky hair oh, the terrible she's 90s this, the that, fucking these that... uh, mom jeans kind of thing <laughs> going on and a uh, little blue vest but anyway she uh, learns just how dumb these guys are and, and they basically tell her that muddy sent them cuz they're they're daft so yeah. she says okay i can use this so what she's going to do is she's going to take what's in that black <laughs> satchel which is the, like the big uh, like macguffin of the movie it's this big chip and, um, yeah, the what the, the X5 the X5, X5 unit, unit, which the is unit, like, <laughs> the unit that they keep referring to in <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> Robert Stack, The coming up. We'll get to the unit later. And the chip, <laughs> the chip is like we find out it's like a viral, it releases a virus that'll make, uh, yeah, this is this is something that's like and die. I don't know how like a virus is supposed to be contained in this little microchip. I don't understand the science behind it, and yeah. that was a problem I had when I was ten years old. <laughs> so Beavis and ButtHead fight over who's gonna do Dallas first, as she's in the other room, uh, putting the chip in Beavis's shorts because he took them off. She's like sewing it into his pants. This yeah, is very yeah. quick into the scope ass of, of his work. pants. Yeah. She's got. Well, I mean, every hotel has a sewing kit in it. Yeah, know, and keep in mind that there's a SWAT team coming up the stairs right now. She gets all this done before they can get to her room, and Beavis and ButtHead leave with the chip. In the shorts. And she sends him on a bus to Washington, D.C. with
1: the chip. The, the not the, You want to talk about the underwear fight? Yeah, they, uh, Beavis two... is in his tighty Yeah, You always go first!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says, damn it, Beavis, we've never done I've this never before. Done and he like bangs his head against the wall. And uh, it's pretty funny. So yes, as 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 you mentioned, the the uh, SWAT team is coming up. The ATF mm-hmm. is uh the, coming up uh, to swarm Dallas's room. They're looking for the unit. That's their whole purpose of uh, yeah being there. And the the two agents that are played by Robert Stack and uh, the this like the secondary agent is uh, Greg Kinnear. Is it? Yeah, you didn't know that. Uh, no, I I guess I forgot. Yeah, it's Robert Stack and and Greg Kinnear. <laughs> Robert Stack I think is good in this. I like him a lot he is that, he has this obsession with everybody getting a cavity search. that's his character that's that's a, a running gag that like I don't know if it, like I guess it kind of holds up for me but like after a while I was like enough with the goddamn cavity searches like I get it yeah,
1: yeah I, did, and no one like gives him like side eye about it they just kind of go no. off I, I think it would have maybe worked if someone had just kind of been like this guy's obsessed with yeah. cavity searches. someone like, needs to question that yeah, yeah. And for me Full like, cavity
0: searches all around <laughs> <laughs> don't stop till you reach the back of their teeth
1: <laughs> Robert Stack man I, I did not really know him from Unsolved Mysteries I knew him from his work in an animated film he did about ten years before this which was is Ultra Magnus in Transformers the movie? Oh, I did not uh, see Transformers. I not, well, we didn't get into Transformers. No, well. we were not Transformers kids, unfortunately. I know. well, Transformers the movie still holds up. Yeah. Uh, it is dark and violent and really kind of messed up. And it's all <laughs> because, thankfully, it's one of those situations where the marketing department having sway over the actual screenplay worked mm-hmm. because, and I won't drag this out too long, but they wanted to introduce all these new Transformers, i.e. toys, Uh so they had to get rid of the old Transformers by brutally murdering them in the first ten minutes. Yeah. And Robert Stack played one of the new toys and he was quite great. He got to swear.
0: Oh, where now where does You Got the Touch come into play? That Um, song. Is that just in the credits? Our our
1: preferred national anthem? No. uh, (laughs) that you got the touch was uh it it played twice. In that movie? Yes, both during moments of heroism. Yeah, and that's uh, I felt like I was like the only person in the movie with a, in that theater during Boogie Nights mm-hmm. with the knowing laugh. Like there are some people are kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. Strange, I, and like, then you're like, I know exactly I, where the fuck. Where this you came have to from. laugh
0: harder so that everybody around you knows. Oh, I'm I'm not in on the joke.
1: I, I think I was a have pretentious have... twenty year old when I saw that movie. So yes, I did that. I've been there too, man. Uh, I would have liked to see another hour of his music career in
0: that movie. Just, just you know, in the studio, should it, it should have. Boogie longer. Nights should have been two parts, and the second part should have all been all about his career, <laughs> his music career, <laughs> yeah. and his, his triumphant return to porn. Yes, yes, you got the touch.
1: <laughs> so yes, watch Transformers the movie to okay. see both instances of the touch. Both okay. of them make me well up with tears. Oh man, to this day, <laughs> I've got problems. <laughs> So
0: on the bus, uh, they, they reconvene with the old lady from the airplane, like Cloris Leachman, and uh, they, she says, how'd you guys do in Vegas? And they don't, I don't know, but she says, I took a beating. And Butthead goes, cool. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he thinks it's cool that she got the shit beat out of him. Well, her. they knew she was a slut from their previous <laughs> yeah. conversation. Yeah, before. yeah. Um, I'm hoping right. to do some sluts, too. <laughs> so uh, they now they took the bus to the Hoover Dam, and they go, yes. we're in
1: Washington!
0: <laughs> we're going to score now! I poop too much!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, we... um, so they're at the Hoover Day. And this is, when they're taking the tour, this is why Beavis was always my favorite character over Butthead. Because, like, the way that Beavis is a smartass compared to the way that Butthead is a smartass. Butthead is the in-control smartass. But yeah. Beavis is just sitting there, like, giving, like... Yeah. I'll be damned. <laughs> I could care less. Well, what do you know? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> He's like clearly not having it, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. That's why, like, those are the best little character nuances that like, you know, like, say what you want about the show, but Family Guy does those very realistic mm-hmm. reactions and um uh, just the way that some of the the dialogue, the interjections and whatnot. Yeah, it's yeah. it's done in a very naturalistic way, whereas you know, like The Simpsons is a very polished scripted show. Right. So yeah, I always like when cartoons behave more like you know just do, do something that's just very very human. Yeah, I agree with that. They find the security room and they mess with the dam controls because it's TVs. They see TVs. Yes, it's all security cameras, but they think it's all shows about water. And he <laughs> sees a switch that says uh, "Master Station Control." And he goes, "Master Asian." He turns that off. He doesn't want that on. That fucks up the dam pretty bad, <laughs> like like big time. Yeah, it's it, it, it again because they like we learned that the X five is this biological weapon that has this flaw in in its casing uh-huh like again this just does the, i don't understand the science behind this
1: <laughs> and we wouldn't until jack bauer on 24 they, yeah that was that was like that was what they did on that show
0: <laughs> we uh they flood the river yeah, but it causes an insane flood there's a big tidal wave where where tom anderson and his wife are just trying to have a nice little uh little detour to see the countryside and a nice river and just they get swept away oh. by this big tidal way. This is God's country. Oh, <laughs> and then the casino blacks out. Now, Muddy's in Vegas and uh, he confronts the manager. Where's the two boys? And he tells them he got on a bus to D.C. So he's on their trail and Dallas is also on their trail. They're all making their way to D.C. And now, because the ATF is on there, like they're looking for the unit and they know that they have the unit on them <laughs> yeah. and they'll... They caused this huge flood, so now Beavis and Butthead are considered the most dangerous yes. men in America. <laughs> it's got a... and uh, when they get on the bus leaving the the Hoover Dam, like Dallas is like Obi wanting them from like the hills with her binoculars. Yeah, she's, she's like watching them the whole it's time, trailing them. Sun people. <laughs> um, back to the the agents, uh, Robert Stack and Greg Kinnear. Apparently, they they're on the trail. <laughs> they're at the dam now, so they just missed them basically. Beavis and Butthead are considered genius by Robert Stack. <laughs> I love the, the misunderstanding there. Yeah, this reminds me a little yeah. bit of um watching this again, I was I, I thought of a screenplay of a script that we thought about before and I was like, Oh no, this is kind of similar to what like the idea we had this idea for it's basically like these two guys find themselves in the middle of an action movie like and they piece it together based on their knowledge of action movies like oh like well like eventually like they just keep cross it, it started with the idea i was watching lethal weapon 4 oh my god they drive through an office building at one point yeah, yeah yeah and i just remember like all those people are at work right now so like <laughs> they have to have a conversation like what the hell just happened yeah, yeah. a car just drove through our business yeah. and they have to go about their day so it was like if the camera stayed on them if the camera stayed on them after, after the car leaves the building so like there's this whole action sequence and, and then they happen to be on see the freeway yeah. during the car chase yeah, like, on their way home it just keeps and, running and into everything them. that happens in this movie i'm like this is basically the movie that i was thinking about <laughs> so uh yeah they don't care I'll do it. They reveal well, that
1: oh, these guys would not be Beavis and Butthead, though. Right. No, that's true. Just just make them a little Davis. bit smarter. They yeah, A, completely a, different a, a little,
0: a little less often. <laughs> they find out, we find out uh, that the unit's casing is very vulnerable. We up the stakes right. a little bit with this uh, X5 <laughs> unit. Uh, they go to the Grand Canyon. There's a montage. Yeah, we're, we're this, going all around the country, and yeah, we're seeing all AC/DC these, these wacky yeah. names yeah. Of, of towns that...
1: We are or, doing America. It's yeah, we, we're doing America. We have to, to do it America. Up. It's
0: not Beavis and Butthead do the Hoover Dam and then, uh, you know, the fucking I mean, White House. We're going to do it. We're going to do America. We're, we're going to do it. it. We're <laughs> gonna, we're, they're going to bend it over and they're going to do it. They're going to go to Bald Knob. They're going to go, go to, a, go to what tootsie. they think is Butt, Montana. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They're going to go to uh, uh, Pecker or whatever it is. I don't Some know. Some funny. Uh, towns and uh, cities and uh they end up at uh the cops are on their trail they just keep missing them during this montage they end up at uh, and that's old... the other thing too like these agents aren't very good because like you'd think that they could get ahead of them after yeah. you know a couple like we'll just find out where that bus is going next instead of where like exactly go where the puck is going not where the puck is yeah. to <laughs> borrow a phrase yes uh a little incompetent they haven't set up the roadblocks really yet um they end up at old faithful at yellowstone park and that's when we get that smart ass uh, delivery. Heads. Uh, oh, is it Bundy? Oh, no, them? no, it is Beavis, too. It's another one of those Beavis. There, he says uh, there's 12,000 gallons of water each time that old faithful you're up, sitting up. Oh, that's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> really not that much. You know, that's really not that much. Yeah, they're like challenging the, 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 the presenter of this uh, this so. little tour. They're like, yeah. salt. So? <laughs> Very adversarial with this poor guy. He didn't even do anything. That's really not that much. But uh, they're more amazed by the automated urinals in the uh, bathroom. Let's get out of here. I I love the confidence in butthead stupidity. Let's get out of here. Let's go. (laughs) This guy's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) They end up at the urinals, and that's how they uh, detour from their uh, tour group. Yeah, they find the urinals much more fascinating than the national landmark that they're at, the the geyser. They're impressed with all the
1: water and the auto-flushing. Here's the thing. Like... (laughs) Auto flushing urinals are so ubiquitous now. Was this novel back then? I don't remember I when it was, don't, they came out. I think out. it was
0: a new thing. That and like the hair, the hand dryers when you'd put your hand under it, it would be maybe like, a newer. Little newer thing. But yeah. I still feel like somewhat I don't know. newer. I I feel,
1: but I couldn't. I can't for sure tell. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like watching it twenty years later, I'm like, was this? Should they have been amazed by this, or was this another? Yeah, testament was this to was me? this impressive? <laughs> yeah. Was it just stupidity, or was it timing, or both? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, the, I didn't
0: know... I had to look this up, but the bus driver is uh, Richard Linklater. Yeah. The filmmaker. Just, uh, I don't know why. I guess he's friends with Mike Judge. That makes the most sense. But uh, he, he, I think he knows... That Beavis and Butthead are still in the bathroom. I'd like to think that. Oh and he's no, they like, can't wait forever. And <laughs> yeah. he just fucking leaves without him. I think he them. pretty much is just like fuck it. Yeah, like, these they're fifteen, but you know what? I'm gonna leave them here stranded at a national park. You know what? To be fair, the nuns do the exact same thing. Yeah. So like they they're flat out like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yep. <laughs> so that's what happens. They get on a bus instead. They think it's the tour bus to DC, but it's a bus full of nuns. And I guess they don't really care because they just can continue <laughs> on the journey but with this it's, bus. It's, it's nuns. more like. Like, well, we're doing the right thing. <laughs> like, I don't know where everyone else went. And this is now, now the competency of the agents catches up because they catch up with the bus and they give everybody a cavity search, full cavity searches all around. And just as this is happening, the nun bus passes them on the road. It's a nice uh, misdirection by Beavis and somebody, and they don't even know it. So these yeah, guys they, are the smartest. Yeah, it seems like they're jumping ship and like catching a new ride to the ATF. But nope, they're just fucking made a mistake they end up in New Mexico and uh, they play as priests in a church what did you guys think of this scene the The priest scene was yeah. like ah, I've seen the whole confessional they think they're porta potties which is pretty funny yeah that was that yeah, was clever that, that's fine but like yeah the whole somebody mistaking uh, somebody else for a priest in a confessional it's like I've seen this too many times like even then I was just like really we're doing this like, alright <laughs>
1: like, that's fine what is and it? also,
0: like, if you were in Confession and your priest was like,
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, Given what I know of priests, I probably wouldn't cool. have like bad I, an eye, eyelash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, And this is where the nuns flat out ditch them. Yes. They, the nuns make a conscious decision. No, they, uh, they go they no, leave I'm the sorry. church together. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Sorry. It's, it's the next... That's okay. Butthead uh, hears about uh, a guy cheating on his wife, and he thinks it's cool that he slept with a different woman. And Beavis tells his guy to just beat the hell out of himself. He, he wants him to do a thousand Hail <laughs> <in>. A thousand! <laughs> I want you to hit yourself. <laughs> and hit yourself really hard. <laughs> What, now? <laughs> and he does it. <laughs> Arr, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Beavis is the uh, super violent. He's into fire, fire. and uh, yeah, Beavis has got a, a real yeah. side. You don't want, like... Who needs medication the most? I'd say Beavis needs Ritalin and Butthead needs, like, ADD medication. Which like, is basically the same thing. Is, is, is it like an Adderall uh, type of deal? Something to concentrate. I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh, they've got uh, they've got complementary flaws. Let's just say yes, that.
1: yes but uh, um, Beavis is a violent dude. Yeah. But it's chill. Put, him on, put them on the map was the whole fire thing and the, and like, frog baseball. That Yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird. To this violence. day, I've
0: still never seen frog baseball despite hearing about it and knowing it's the first Beavis and Buddy thing. But I was always like, I, I could never find frog baseball. Like I don't YouTube think it was put or? on any of the DVDs and then I never bothered to search for it uh, on YouTube. I really there think. you go. They started more hardcore. <clears throat> like, the frog baseball, they, you wouldn't see that in this, I don't think you'd see that in this movie, right? To just fucking kill a, a frog with a baseball just for the hell of it? I don't know. I think that they were seedier back then. Before. A bit. They've evolved into, like, slightly better kids, I yeah. think. <laughs> but, uh, Maturity or they something. They were no good next They that, They though. get struck by lightning outside the church. Uh, Rightfully of course. so. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, after that stuff. And then they get ditched at the <clears throat> yeah. Petrified Forest. They go to the Petrified Forest. And the nuns are like, let's get the fuck out of here. And that part made me laugh, that the nuns... Made that choice. <laughs> uh, this is the second time a guard at a national park recognizes their faces on the most wanted. Yeah, uh, how chart. quickly do those most wanted posters get sent out to national parks and like forests and stuff like like? Yeah, and this guy like flips through like fifty to get to their. Wait same. a minute, this looks like some. Yep, <laughs> yeah. I recognize those two kids because I familiarize myself with these yeah. faces every morning. But. I guess they would have been. They would
1: have can. I don't even know how faxes work, really, but can you just, like, mass fax something like it goes out to like every everybody unit? Like, <laughs> a reply-all via fax? Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Uh, no, because you, know, you have to dial a number, so unless you had, like, an auto-dialing...
1: Yeah, like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that this is not, you know, this is... This movie was made 20 years ago, so I'm like, oh, yeah, you just email it to everyone. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, <laughs> how would they do that? Uh, I guess the fax machine. Yeah. How does the fax work? Why don't
0: people just use their cell phones to get to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to See. Call an Uber. No, instead they have to ask Colin Mockery where Washington is. <laughs> That's Uber. Colin Mockery? No, it's just a guy who's oh. drawn like Colin Mockery. <laughs> I was voiced by him. Like, no, I missed another voice. It's just a guy who strongly resembles Colin Mockery oh, no, in his, okay. his uh, character uh, design. Uh, the cops catch up to the Petrified Forest. Beavis and Butthead are like, uh, where's D.C.? And he, they ask a guy in a car, just a random dude. He's Colin like, Mockery. He's like, 2,000 oh. miles that way. <laughs> they ask Colin Mockery to improvise how uh, long it's going to be to D.C. And he says, 2,000 thousand miles. So they're walking through the desert. So they just follow the direction he pointed, and that's walking straight into the desert. And there are roadblocks now, and Tom Anderson gets stopped at a road. So we know that he's... And he mentioned this at the beginning, that he's doing his own cross-country trip. Now... Would you, yeah? If they, they made a, in parallel to if they made a twenty minute short of, of Anderson does America. Would you guys be into that? Well, I never watched King of the Hill, so uh. I probably wouldn't watch it. It's basically the same character.
1: He basically is, yeah. You know, yeah. That's the thing. <clears throat> King of the Hill is the one like black hole in the Mike Judge filmography yeah. that I just I couldn't. Quite you know what? Get the, into. Like I I've watched, watched extract. Did you like? Oh yeah, yeah, I thought that was fun.
0: I've watched some King of the Hill in my day, and it's. It, it was never a terrible show. It, to me, I was just like, I don't understand the It's like Futurama. I don't know where the audience... I've never met somebody who was like, oh, yeah, I love Futurama. They're out <laughs> but there. But like, yeah. they have to be out there because it kept coming back. Yeah. And King of the Hill was like another one I... I it on It's forever. not mm-hmm. for me, but like I can see. But it's funny, though, because it's just like... There, I, I think, think it was like Be- Beavis and ButtHead fans were just like, well, you're just doing Tom Anderson. It's as, as just young Tom Anderson, and especially watching this movie now, it's like even the wife is kind of drawn like Peggy. It's like Tom Anderson is Hank at Peggy yeah. Hill. To like, speak to the success of it, I don't. I think it represented a certain, uh, you know, the culture of the South more, like grounded. Is their show? I think. I think maybe it, I we're, mean, we're we're Mid- we're Midwesterners. I think maybe. Yeah, they appreciate King of the Hill. Still, I don't know anyone who watched Futurama. That's the more (laughs) perplexing one where it's like,
1: "Uh, huh? I know people who probably watched a lot of Futurama because I hear it quoted a lot, but I don't hear it talked about a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, It's very strange.
0: It's weird. Maybe they They intentionally like to keep themselves subverted. (laughs) (laughs) They've got secret jackets they put on. They got like a, a, a special wink so they know that they're future Ramites. <laughs> yeah. So when they stopped Anderson, they uh, Robert Stack suggested that maybe he's involved with Beavis and Head. That kind of comes into play at the end. So they're still on the trail. Uh, Beavis and Buddha nearly die in the desert, but not before meeting their dads, one br- played by David Letterman, right? Well, he, before we get to them actually running into their drifter fathers, mm-hmm. the ATF goes for some reason to the high school. Like, even though the guys are. Yeah. In like they're they're supposed to be pursuing Beavers and Buddha across the country, but for whatever reason the high school gets swarmed. Yeah. Because we get uh, we're treated to Van Driessen's lesbian seagull song. Come with Which me. Which doesn't Yeah. Lesbian <laughs> seagull. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets hit. That's great timing. Yeah, the that's the, the great timing of the door being, <laughs> getting <laughs> whacked in the gut. there. And then the guy picks up the guitar and just smashes <laughs> it on the desk. He's like, I, I think he did that out of spite too. I mean, You know, you can make the excuse he was checking inside for whatever contraband, but no, man, he just wanted to fuck up that guitar. Yeah. And then there's that, that exchange between the two of them where they're t- like, never end a sentence in a preposition. Like, yes. why, yeah. why are we spending so much time with the two of these agents, right? Why are they doing shtick together, right? No. yeah we're supposed to like invest in their journey too and i just every time they cut away to him it's like hey, but this whole uh, this whole section like the whole lesbian seagull thing like it, this movie is not it's only 81 minutes yeah. long but you can cut this whole section out and yeah. it doesn't do anything yep. to the plot i don't understand the purpose of
1: it yeah i don't either but i do appreciate the preposition gag as, yeah. a, lang- as a language nerd i did like <laughs> that and and Kinnear having to try to trip over himself to make things right with his boss but yeah, as far as uh, momentum, it does. But you slow know what? Down. Mm-hmm. I
0: I will say this to this movie's credit: this movie actually helped me realize, like, like, how to restructure sentences in. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? When it came time to like uh, learn French because that's the kind of thing you're never supposed to end in like a preposition oh. kind of thing so I was like well how would you restructure the sentence and I would just think that guy off in whose camper they were whacking <laughs> I was just like, now I know where the, where the words need to go to make this actually
1: translate by the way bit of an update it is now okay to end sentences in prepositions Oh. Um, I found that out a few years ago taking a, like a writing like a business writing course Oh yeah. and it came up in class and I swear half the class was a blur because I couldn't get over that it was like when I found out there was no Santa Claus. I'm like, no, this is not right. You can't, this can't be true. Uh, what about sentences beginning with and and but? Is that still off the
0: table? You uh, said <laughs> <that the> But <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. I have no idea about that. I start okay. sentences with and all the time. I so do too. It.
0: And I'm like, you know what? Just I'm throwing caution to the wind here. I'm gonna start with an and. Yes. Yeah, Sometimes I'm Merriam Webster. <laughs> Sometimes I'm Hunter Thompson. I I don't ha- I don't have the courtesy. You don't have the, the, the guts to, to start that. with an and or a but. <laughs> no, I oh, always start with the but. No, Sorry. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> uh, no, dot, 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 finish your own punchline. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's no finish, point. Uh, <laughs> so we find out that the David Letterman butthead dad... And yeah, they the, run into these two drifters and... They were Motley Crew roadies. They're, they're very clearly uh, <laughs> Beavis and Buttheads uh, yeah. 30, 40 years in the future. They even say that they met some chicks who were sluts in Highland years back and they had <laughs> but yes, sex they, with and, them. And, and yeah, uh, Butthead's dad is played by an uh, an uncredited David Letterman, or he's credited under a different name. He pulled like a Dustin Hoffman on the Simpsons. He uh, he used... I believe the name was his father-in-law's name, whatever mm-hmm. the, uh, the name <laughs> (laughs) happened to be Uh uh-huh but um i i was always confused by that because i was just like well i i mean i wasn't that familiar with david letterman at the time i'm like i Definitely watched him over Leno if I watched either of the two, mm-hmm. but I just remember being like, "So what?" Was like David Letterman a huge Beavis and Butthead? But, like, why is he in this and why like? That, it's like as confusing as why Clooney shows up in South Park as the dog and as the doctor. Like he has yeah. a relationship with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. It's just kind of weird. Strange. Or why Richard Linklater is the bus driver? All and like apparently like sense. David Spade is friends with Mike Mr. Manners. er, Somewhere did a voice in this movie, but I don't don't know which voice. I couldn't tell you at all which voice, but he did some voice in this movie. Um, Oh, and while we're on the subject of David Spade, I was going to bring this up before we started recording, but I wanted to save it. Here's another piece of trivia for you guys. Before they made this movie, Uh they considered a live-action movie. (laughs) Now, who do you think... They wanted originally to play Beavis and Butthead, but Chris Farley and David Spade, I kid you not, that was a considered project for a short period of time. Was that like a follow-up to Black Sheep? I don't know. I think this would have predated Black Sheep. That's such a... I'm so glad... Yeah, because Black Sheep came out in
1: 1997.
0: I'm almost positive of that. This was 96, so... I'm
1: seeing the poster, and I just want to kill myself. I think
0: Farley would have died earlier if they made that movie. (laughs) Somehow. And Spade would have went with him. Yeah. I don't know why. I
1: can't explain it, but... So wait, would Farley have played... But old head. old butthead because I I, mean, I don't know <laughs> I could see is, him doing uh, that but like young skinny butthead I don't know. so he would have played
0: could have played Shrek and butthead I guess he's just robbed of his whole animation <laughs> career yeah and life. we're tra- yeah. we're treated to <laughs> the <laughs> did Rob Zombie have something to do with yeah the animation style of uh, this montage I feel like Rob Zombie like. I, I want to say, like, they he animated Supervised this, the like, animation? Yeah, was like, he definitely was the designer of that. And it's his defense. music yeah. playing. And it's a pretty cool. It's a nice little detour. It's the closest you get to a music video exactly. in this movie, yeah. you know? Yeah, Beavis calls it out right there.
1: And uh, it would have been funny if they had had this meta moment where they're commenting on their own, like, acid or, or mushroom trip. Like, yeah. like, commenting on the video that he's playing. Yeah, and
0: that's another thing, too. That's something interesting that I didn't quite realize before, like, Beavis is like, isn't there supposed to be water and cactuses? And then he like, oh, he eat. bites a cactus. I'm like, is yeah. and I don't know what peyote looks like, but is he like... I think he ate a, 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 I, yeah, know,
1: but a psychedelic that's cactus. As a
0: kid, never never would have put that together. But yeah, yeah. I, in this most recent viewing, I was like, oh shit, peyote. Like, and also, <laughs> if you watch at the end of this month, I think I get away with some very, I think we're being blown right now. Like, is that our leg? Like, it's from the perspective of, like, us, and there's a tongue, like, uh-huh. up in yeah. the corner. I yeah. think they got away with some stuff in this montage. Some symbolism going yeah. on Yeah, uh... I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Uh, it looks like it, we're being eaten out. I'm I don't... Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't know how I feel about the actual animation style. Of the, I kind of like uh, it, but, like, to see it in motion with this movie is a little strange because like I like the use of the of the lines like the dark bold lines yeah, yeah. in Rob Zombie's animation but yeah like it's so weird just in the middle of this movie we got a separate animation in the middle like, of this cartoon is a different cartoon feels like we're padding it up a little bit here maybe just a little bit yeah yeah so, uh, <coughs> Muddy finds them because... Somehow! No, he was at a roadblock, and they said, oh, you mean just in the desert? Somehow, yeah. in the middle of the ever-expansive desert, he finds the two of them passed out on the ground. Yeah, he wakes them up with some water, he, uh, he pulled, points a shot good at him, and he puts them in the trunk. And now he's going to drive to D.C., meet Dallas, and that's where he's going to kill them, I guess? He's going to kill all three of them in Vegas. He just... Uh, yeah, or yeah, in, yeah, in uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they, they get some miles ahead, uh, behind them before Beavis and Budden escape the trunk. Well, they spend a lot of time laughing at the jack that's in the trunk. <laughs> I'm jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> jack. So, like, no, but, like, they're, like, it's nighttime, they're laughing at it, and then it's, like, some more of the montage, and then it's, like, the daytime, and yeah. they're, like, jack. And they're still <laughs> like, they're still laughing <laughs> oh, yeah. about it the next morning. And finally, like, after a day of driving, they think, oh, let's use they cause up like a blues brothers style. The pile worst highway. They they call it the worst highway disaster in U.S. history. Really? Someone on the in news this movie? says the worst highway disaster <laughs> in U.S. history. Uh, so they're the most dangerous men in America. And, they caused the most the worst highway disaster, and they flooded the Hoover Dam. And but they jack up the trunk. Butthead says you just gotta hit run when you hit the ground. <laughs> you start running really fast when you hit the ground, <laughs> and, and, see, and then. But Beavis hits uh, Anderson's windshield. Poor Anderson throughout this movie. Well, gets... I'll tell you what, what I'd give for two minutes alone with them two little bastards. <laughs> <things. laughs> That's like, <Parker>. oh! <laughs> so the cops see Beavis and it on the news after the car. They're doing that classic behind the news reporter thing yeah. on live TV that yeah. you get, like, I mean, James Hanbop did it later. Yeah. Yeah. And they also hear about a G Pack happening in D.C. that's uh, like a United Nations. And then they examine the pins and they haven't yet figured out that they're going to D.C. just based (laughs) on like the seven pins that are already (laughs) in there. Ask the fucking tour company where that bus was going. Stack assumes that they want. D.C. Oh, D.C. is too big. We'll never find them in D.C. He says, My God, they're going to kill the president, you know, like in our nation's capital. (laughs) My God. So uh, Beavis and Butthead, they run into the old lady again. Uh, once they they get back on their feet after this big pileup, they just kind of walk through the desert. They catch up with the bus. Yeah, coincidentally, yeah. the tour bus happens to be on that same road. Mm-hmm. So they just happen to be walking away from this huge disaster. Yeah. And again, it's one of those situations they happen to walk out of a lot of situations where a, like yeah. a cop should be like, Hey, hey, hey you hey. two, come here. <laughs> no, like where like they start, they swarm into the hotel, and yeah. the two of them just walk out. Like, yeah. They just just slide by. Um, so now they're, they're on the bus and they're finally making their way to D.C. where this movie's going to wrap up. So uh, they are now in D.C. It doesn't take long for them to get there. I think it's pretty quick. You don't really see the journey. Yeah, they make a stop. Um, where, where's their first stop? It's like the Senate or something like that? Yeah, like the Washington Monument. They do, like, of course, like a dick <laughs> joke yeah. with that. Uh, Dallas arrives and she sees Muddy in a parking garage. And that's when they kind of have like a little... Yeah, that's another one where, like, like she just tension. happens to park and Muddy just happens to be in that on that same floor, yeah. in that same section. Yeah. She convinces Thought him. she can get away with it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and she convinces him she was going to split the money from the X-5 with him, and she do- seduces him, and it works. So now they're, like... Because he's wasted. Yeah, I and, 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 I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. she's drawn in a way that...
1: Uh, just- 11-year-old Jer
0: <laughs> may have used the imagery in no, his head a couple geez. times, yeah. That's some Jessica Rabbit stuff going on. So, at the U.S. Senate, that's when maybe somebody, go on the speaker, and they, uh... We're looking for the girl with the big booze. <laughs> we want to score now. We're ready to do you.
1: Yeah. And then the, all the senators laugh like. So that's something that could have been done today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm looking for the girl with the big boobs. I'm ready to do you now. Yeah, Beavis yeah. says, "Me too." <laughs> yeah. That's Mike Pence. That <laughs> guy's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Pence is Beavis and Trump is Butthead. Oh, no. That buddy opens the trunk and he finds that Beavis and Butthead are gone. And uh, now he's really pissed off. And she says, "You know what? We're gonna kill them." And then they just start fucking. America. Yeah, they just start backseat fucking. They don't they They don't even take the handcuffs off of her. She just yeah. they just start banging it out in the back of that car. And then Beavis's little speech about never scoring because they leave the Senate and he thinks they're leaving Washington. <laughs> he's like, "That was Washington, right? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't score. Why are we gonna score?" <laughs> So yeah, like he, he he has this big uh this big whole speech about how it isn't fair. Like I don't think we're gonna score and we never score. This guy's old and he, he scored lots of times. Whoa, oh yeah, yeah. and I'm Richard, like this a slut. Richard Linklater is like, shut the hell up! I'm gonna kick your ass, and he threatens to beat the hell out of. Bobby. Shut up, but like, Yeah, he just says, <laughs> shut up, asshole! He doesn't stand down. He's a uh, he's a bold That's guy. something that we don't get in this movie where like because they couldn't say asshole on TV so that's why we get ass wipe and like mm -hmm. dill weed -weed, you can't call them a dildo back then yeah not until 97 can we call someone a dildo on cable (laughs) yeah but yeah so it's like I was surprised a little bit that they didn't bother like they do they do a little they Raise the bar a little bit in terms of like they wouldn't have said jacking off on, yeah, in, a on the TV a little bit so there's a couple things but like uh, they they say is this a goddamn earlier when they're at the dam mm-hmm. so it's like but yeah they never went so far as to say asshole you never hear shit unless you count the Red Hot Chili Peppers song yeah. was,
1: help me out was this uh, was Beavis and but was that on the afternoons. Or was that like no, an was evening a, thing? Evening.
0: It was an evening thing. Here's what I <laughs> – let's go back to the mid-'90s. This is what I remember. I remember Beavis and Butthead being on like around 8 to 9. Okay. And then because I remember I would switch over from F from MTV to FX and I would watch In Living Color from 9 to 10, like In Living Color oh. reruns. So like that was part – oh, no, I'm sorry. It was Beavis and Butthead <laughs> then Singled Out.
1: Oh. And uh-huh. then <laughs> I'd switch over
0: to <laughs> FX.
1: Because the, the language thing, because it's it's just strange to me, because I know in like 1993, 94, or maybe it was around that time, uh, NYPD Blue was like the big thing that they got away yeah, with. nudity and away. also swearing. They got yeah. to say but, asshole on like but, ABC
0: uh, or whatever. NYPD Blue was technically in late night. Because like it was 9
1: o'clock. Right, but
0: that's just after primetime. Primetime oh, ends man. at 9 o'clock, and then that was like late night. It's, it, it's not late night, but you know. Yeah. And again, that's 9 o'clock our time. New York time, it still airs at 10 o'clock, you know, so it's like. That's a that's a weird thing. Let's just take that side moment. For like, <laughs> late night and primetime to us are completely, not completely different, but they're like an hour off from New York. Like, New York just lives an hour Ahead of us. It's so
1: weird to think well, about that sometimes. Well, yeah, growing up... And L.A. Hear, is still sleeping while we're getting mind. off to work, yeah. yeah. There's was a little cliche when I was growing up. They'd say, you know, man murder on freeway, film at 11. Yeah. And I was like, 11? Who's watching? It's New York. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, who's <laughs> staying up to 11 o'clock to watch the news? Yeah. Yeah. That is just a blast to the
0: 1990s we just had to take that now little nostalgia trip down now, to what it was like and now like late night and prom, doesn't matter it's like stream o'clock all the time yeah just, just put it on and there you go so what time stranger things on whenever I want literally baby. whenever we want <laughs> yeah man so, uh, so uh, uh, yeah, but Beavis has his whole speech. Stack busts uh, Dallas and Muddy in the back of his car. They're getting busy. Oh, yeah, they're just yeah. fucking in the back of that car. And, but Dallas immediately sells Muddy out. It's pretty funny, like, the turn. He stole the unit. He, <laughs> it. he sold it into some kid's pants. <laughs> He's arrested, but Dallas cuts a deal with uh, the agents. And uh, Back on the bus, the old lady gives Beavis caffeine pills again, and he becomes Cornholio again, and they're another at the White House. And that's the worst place to have Cornholio. And an X-5 unit. <laughs> and so an X-5 So this unit. is like, you know... No wonder they're the most dangerous men in America stakes. right now. Yeah. The cops meet the tour bus at the White House, but it's too late. There's already the tours going on. Beavis, uh, he's tweaking out. Yeah, he goes around the White House causing havoc. He meets some uh, like dignitaries from different nations, and they kind of uh, have a nice rapport. They're, they're charmed mm. by this Corn- yeah. Cornholio character that they meet. Yep. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. Cornholio goes in the Oval Office. He uses the red phone. You know. What, you know. It's another funny thing too. Yeah. And I only know this because of comedians and cars getting coffee. The location of the Oval Office is on like the first floor. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're looking at the White House, yeah. it's to the left of. The like front door, if you will, wow. and they're on the second floor. When Beavis walks into the Oval Office, yeah, he's like nowhere near where the Oval Office actually would be in the White House. <laughs> you see that that disappoints me if that is true because like I I thought that the filmmakers took the time to get the. Blue I Prince mean, the down. details certainly look right, but yeah, yeah, the layout of the house is uh, is incorrect. Though. All right, <laughs> so <Wait. laughs> Butthead wanders the into the through the White House himself. He runs into Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I notice you have braces. I have braces too. too. She throws him out of her window. She's, yeah. Yeah. She just... uh... She wasn't yeah. having any of it. No. Did Chelsea. she try to kill him? Like, she was, she offended. was authorized. She was offended by the way they drew her is basically the problem yeah. with Because <laughs> she's drawn like a girl butthead. Yeah. <laughs> Cops grab butthead as soon as he falls out of the window. Uh, and uh, They ask about the unit and uh, he says, do you want to see my unit? My unit, unit and, and my um, pants. <laughs> so, of course, Robert's at cavity search. Yep. He gets a cavity search. <laughs> Beavis meets the the dignitaries they hit it off. Beavis and then he goes outside. He's Beavis just the, leaves. He, again, the ATF has surrounded the White House. <laughs> yeah. They're causing an evacuation. Like the and most Beavis important just like situation. literally just walks out. Yeah. The only thing disguising him is his shirt covering his hair like yeah. it doesn't he, <laughs> he should have been stopped. He goes to he and sees and he finds the camper. He sees Anderson's camper. And we get that little song. What do you think of that little song? Moo cha bi cha mo cha cha. I thought it was you know, t- if you're going to implicate without showing that he's going in there to masturbate, that's probably the best one of the best song choices you could go. It's uh, springy, it's, an, it's it, a it's a it's a, a nice series of shots. It's a like close up of his face, playful picture, camper picture, yeah, Beavis's face picture, Washington Monument, camper. <laughs> we know what's going on. Yes, yes. And then that's what happens. <laughs> he goes in there and I, I was, you know, like eight, nine. I, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what I was, like, was like, what's I didn't, he doing I didn't know what
1: whacking off actually
0: meant. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew that when you got older, you whacked off in campers and pools. I, maybe I thought it was you just like pummeling your penis. Like I didn't even know just, that it had anything oh, to do with the penis. Yeah, like this feels good. <laughs> just punching the shit out of your penis. Okay that's out. whacking off right uh, so anyway uh anderson sees beavis before the atf agents do and he goes to confront him about it he throws him out and then he goes no i gotta straighten up in here damn oh, it damn it <laughs> and uh beavis has left the photo of dallas in there the cops surround him beavis uh he's scratching his butt and he's been doing that for like a long time now in this movie because of the chip and uh no, at this point his pants are up. Once he gets thrown yeah, out of the that's camper, right, cause he took them off. To yeah, his mystery. pants are his pants are off, and yeah. like the eight, they like they all surround Beavis, and like that's when he snaps out of Cornholio mode, and like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and Anderson comes out with the pants in the hand, and the agents try to struggle with him to take the shorts. And yeah, because like he's he's got the unit on him, so they all draw their guns. Yeah, nobody fires at all, <laughs> and then somebody goes running after the pants, tries to grab him, but no, the X five goes flying up into the air, defying all physics and. <laughs> <laughs> and gravity <laughs> falls in butthead's hand uh there you go. And he gives it. He just hands it right over to the agents, and uh, everybody cheers. They're like almost become heroes instantly. Yeah, instant heroes because yeah. they just hand over the bio weapon that they've been carrying. If I, if this I was whole time. a terrorist, and I was about to detonate a bomb, and the cops caught me just before I was about to detonate. Would it work if I said, "Here you go"? <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, maybe they. I don't know. Maybe they thought that Anderson had enough to do with it at this yeah. point because they also find the picture of Dallas in the camper. Because spoiler, <clears> what they he comes out with the. After straightening up a little bit with the photo and the ATF agents put two and two together in their own heads. Look what we found in his camper. Like, oh, yeah, Anderson's connected to this terrorism plot. It's not the kids. They think that they were pawns and that's basically how it plays yeah, out. Yeah, it all gets pinned on Tom Anderson. The Poor Anderson who just wanted to have a nice cross country vacation. He's been planning this his entire life. <laughs> this vacation. Damn it. Damn it. Um, and then, um... So yeah, like, they're, again, like, Instant Heroes. Yeah. It's, and um, it's pretty quick the end here. Yeah, they're they're thanked by the worst Bill Clinton impression <laughs> next to like Phil Hartman's Bill Clinton uh, impression. Like it's just a bad like, but Yeah, of America.
1: It's it is bad. <laughs> they become honorary ATF agents. Yeah. Well, this is I don't know did they have any recollection that they already met Bill Clinton? Because he was on the TV show. Was he? Not not the actual guy, but like a uh, caricature of him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember, remember that. If... Yeah, it was uh, it was one of the. <laughs> I don't remember the line. I'm going to screw it up, so I don't even try. But uh, Beavis and Butt got to meet Bill Clinton, and it really pissed off like one of the teachers or one of the other students. It might, it might have even been Daria, because oh, uh. uh, Butt Head was like, "If you uh, if you you know obey the rules." um you know you you can kind of get far but if you're a total screw-up you could meet the president of the united states <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: yeah. It would piss off daria
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he was on the show
0: already he's like he's canon Bill B- 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 you know what though i don't consider anything in the show to be like uh I, I mean i guess i consider it canon but i don't consider it to be like chronological or anything like that yeah. it's definitely a uh an episodic show Exa- yeah for sure um, and that's they end up going home with their new honorary uh, yeah, their bureaus, they're, they're honorary agents in the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Beavis likes the firearms aspect of that. And they don't, do they get a TV? No, we well, they, they, they find TV? their TV, the, yeah, because yeah, they're like walking around and like they're fell complaining, the, like, this guys. sucks. Like, and that chick with the braces threw me out the window. We wind way never scored, <laughs> yeah. They see and then it. they see their TV outside of the motel that they were at earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's very clearly broken. Yeah. yeah. The screen has got a huge crack in it. so no way it's working. And then but they're, they're happy. But they, they're happy. They got their TV and then they walk happily into the sunset like a romantic couple. They go back to couple, their, their deserted shanty that they don't pay any bills on. But There's... somehow can afford <laughs> both electricity and cable because they watch all these music videos on MTV. So like And nachos. And nachos. Yeah. Now, then they cut to credits, and it's just them insulting them, each other and as the, they walk into the sunset. Yeah. But I think they could have fit in, like, a music video commentary during the credits. Like, Yeah, that would have been a great there. time yeah. for them to do, push the credits over to the side and, mm-hmm. like, have something playing. Yeah. Have the fucking Red Hot Chili Pepp. Bring that song back. Mm-hmm. And put that in there. Yeah, have them comment on that. Yeah, it feels like a judge consciously said, you know what the show is? We gotta defy that for this movie, because it's a movie. Then, I don't know, I think maybe uh, it's okay to go back to the well a little bit. I think it would have been a really cool... It would have been a really great feature if every... Like, they had a set selection of trailers that was going to play before this movie and they had Beavis and Butthead commenting on the actual trailers for actual movies yeah. that were going to come movies out. Movies like, that came out that year. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been be- the greatest way to utilize that and the audience would have been like alright well I forgive that that was cool we got that instead. Yeah that could have been the marketing campaign of the movie too you know how Deadpool spoofs all these movies? Yeah. Like I think it, they just if this movie was made years later or Beavis and Butthead was a thing years later they might have. And but... Beavis and Butthead was a thing years later because yes, like, they brought they it back. back for that one. One season, it was very awkward because I thought, like, oh, they're back for good, or at least, like, three or four or yeah. something. No, no. no. Just this one little run of episodes. Did you watch that when it came back? In 2012,
1: I, watched... I think? <clears throat> How many episodes did they do of that? Let's hey, say 10. Okay, because yeah, right. I think that's I watched sweet. two and then I. <laughs> It came out of Blu ray, so oh. I bought it and I've not gone back to it. Yeah. I think by then. There's like a time, Twilight like,
0: episode where they yeah. want to be werewolves so they get <laughs> bit by a homeless man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, somewhat, it, they, funny. It's pretty funny. And I think you were the one who pointed it out, too. Like, it, it's really funny watching that fourth run, if you will. Yeah. Because they're written like. Mike Judge was clearly in his 20s when he wrote Beavis and Butthead when it first came out. Like, and this was clearly written by a guy who was like in his late 40s. Like, <laughs> yes. and it was like it, some of the way that they delivered their lines came off like older men. They and feel like was, old uh, men. It was yeah. really funny. Like to me, I thought it worked so well to like Beavis and be like, I don't understand
1: these kids these days. Like, even though <laughs> <know>, <laughs> flat out like talking like a, I don't get it, butthead. Yeah, even though he's like 15. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no. you know, Butt Head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch those now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think by that point, I was like, maybe I'm just too old for but Maybe a, I'm uh, not.
0: They did Cornholio again in that season. Yeah, I think too. they brought him back. Yeah, I kind of had to bring him back. You know? I, you know, now as we talk about this, I do kind of watch the, that specific run. The the annoying thing was that they commented on like Jersey Shore and like TV uh, shows that were on, right. as opposed uh, to like music videos. And pregnant. It would have been better if they just. Pick like five music videos to sprinkle throughout, like and they these did do episodes. music videos. Too. No, I know, but instead yeah. of oh, did they do they did so like MGMT? I think they did one, and they oh, did okay. Yeah, there was some, I don't remember there. that. <laughs> it was years after this, so that's the movie. Yeah, like was a few missed opportunities, all in all, I don't hate the movie, I just think I kind of outgrew it a little bit, but it's still like got some pretty funny moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the score feels very cinematic, the animation is uh more advanced than the show. I always appreciate that, and that's Simpsons movie South Park. They just improve upon that. Yeah, you gotta outlook. you
1: gotta make it visually look more, much more dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when I think about Beavis and Bud, I don't really think about this movie. I think about old skits from the the TV show. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely fun to, to revisit. And one thing that I picked up on just now us talking through like scene by scene Mm -hmm. is another movie that might be worth discussing called Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle.
0: That's a great idea. Maybe we should discuss that. (laughs) Perhaps in uh, four weeks we should discuss that movie.
1: (laughs) But no, like talking about it, it's a road trip movie mm-hmm. with a botched threesome with these two clueless guys and this hot woman you've got the frustrated speech about how we're not we're never gonna score yeah. we're never gonna get these hamburgers yeah. and then you've got like the people being framed at the end through this big misunderstanding and going to jail like there's so all you're saying that
0: harold and kumar is a remake of beavis and Butthead to america <laughs> kind of uh, there okay i've saved this an entire conversation <laughs> no, I done the, i can see the similarities for sure between the two yeah, yeah absolutely nice. and i think beavis and butthead and do you think it was implied that they got high was that even a thing that's the other thing too watching and, uh, this now i'm like ah i don't know because i mean like i think they're too young and naive and stupid but at the same time they're constantly laughing yeah. and like nachos to me is like a stoner associated food. What about kid food? You know, I don't know. Like I, I was never crazy about nachos when I was a kid. So like therefore... they were crazy about nachos. No, it's just like it's 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 really hard to tell if that was the intent yeah. or
1: not. I always read it as uh, you know maybe I was just naive. It's just kids who watched too much TV. Like all they did yeah. was sit on the couch their and kind of like, fried their brain. Run. Yeah, yeah. I
0: could I could get behind that much easier. Yeah. I don't think they were stoners. I think it was just food for thought. But uh, do they do? They go back to the Isaac Hayes song for the credits. It's all funky again, and uh, we don't get any stingers or anything. No, there's no, there's no post credits or nothing like that. It's just it ends. Eighty one minutes. Eighty one minutes. What do you? It's pretty packed plot wise. Yeah, and the way that everything. is it's like Seinfeld where like everything kind of cross like it intersects at the right moment at the end like all this stuff that they your kind B of and your yeah A. your your Tom Anderson's plot and like their plot kind of converge at this in this point and to the point where like as much as it can it makes sense that they got away with it and it was all pinned on Tom like it would be it had been so easy if they didn't sprinkle the idea that Tom Anderson could have been involved with him earlier in the movie, and it's like, look what we found, this picture. Oh, that must be the only connection. Like, yeah. they set it up before they that. They set it up, yeah, a little bit, <clears throat> for sure. Uh, so, did it, so, did it feel like 81 minutes for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's... Longer, uh, shorter? Did it Was it a breeze? <clears throat> did you look at your watch? I did not look at my watch during this one. Um... And uh, I think it feels longer than 81 minutes because it's it's well constructed. I do I do feel mm-hmm. as different as this show is from what Beatus and Butthead was mm-hmm. at the time. You know, like, yeah, I, I feel like the movie itself is very well structured mm-hmm. and I'm everything great. makes sense. I mean, but I'm, that's just me. Yeah, I think it's, it feels meatier than, than its running time. So I'm going to say that it feels a little bit longer, but that's not a problem for that. I'm not, that's, you know, not points yeah. off for that, you know.
1: Well, I don't wear a watch, so uh, I did occasionally check the little uh, progress bar on my yeah. uh, my streaming rental, um, but yeah, it does feel uh, more substantial than 81 minutes would imply, mm-hmm. but I don't think it all works. I can't sit there and say everything I would chop out, okay, maybe some of the stuff between the agents, yeah. but uh, yeah... I, no, it's it's okay. It's a road trip movie with Beavis and Butthead, which is something I never knew I wanted, and I don't know that I even really do.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you there. So, yeah, I wish I like I don't can't praise it and I can't shit on it. I'm just kind of. I, I like it's... it. I mean, for me, it holds up as I mean, it's one of the I hadn't forgotten enough of this movie for it to be like. Super surprising for me. Like, I remembered you a remember lot of stuff as it was coming. But there was still, like I said, I laughed out loud a few points. Like, mm-hmm. the smart ass remarks that they make and uh, the timing yeah. of, like, some of the physical gags are, are kind of funny. I was just like, I think I, I kind of grew it because I didn't laugh that much. And the times I did, it was more like adult oriented. Like, um, for example, I don't know if it's adult oriented, but when Tom Anderson's at the White House and he's looking at a painting, it's like, yeah. "Oh, we finally made it. Uh, I could stay here all day." And the agent immediately comes up and says, "Sir, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave." <laughs> What's <This> just <is> not doing <laughs> of it? Just little moments
1: like that, I appreciated. It. Yeah, I, it's it's weird to me to think that you know everything that Mike Judge would become you know known for specifically, like you know, Idiocracy. Yeah, you know, such a all cultural stone. That's the, the other. Space. That's another
0: thing too. That like. Yeah, like when when you think of Mike Judge, like it's *Beavis and Butthead*, and then my first go-to is *Office Space*. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I haven't, I've real I don't think I've ever seen *Office Space* all the way through in one sitting. I've seen the whole movie, but oh. just never like one viewing of the movie. Yeah. Um, but it's so weird. Like more and more people talk about *Idiocracy*. I feel oh, yes. And I, I've never seen that movie all the way through either. And Ooh,
1: I, I, I do intend
0: to, but yeah. it's like it's, I'm so surprised at how well received that movie is
1: mm-hmm.
0: well i mean considering it wasn't like a big movie it was kind of like a
1: flop yeah yeah it was a total flop and i i saw it. My wife and I saw *Idiocracy* in a theater in mm-hmm. Skokie, uh, you know, <laughs> opening and probably closing weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the one theater in Chicagoland that was showing it. Happened to be in the Skokie theater. Mm-hmm. And we saw it. We're like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but nobody saw it, and then people kind of caught up with it years later. Same thing with *Office Space*. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you've got *Beavis and Butthead, which is like a big Paramount MTV, you know, yeah. blockbuster movie.
0: I feel like. Um, office Space didn't take as long though, because Office Space got a lot of play on Comedy Central. Like, pretty it didn't quickly. take long. It yeah, didn't it, take long, but like for me, like Idiocracy is one of those things where like now I'm hearing people talk yeah. about it, and that movie's like we're ten years out from that movie. I think, as, but I don't hear anybody talk about Extract except for like us, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah Extract is kind of it's it's not like the redheaded stepchild, but
1: it's certainly not as good as uh, Office Space or um, Idiocracy. Would you agree? Ian? Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, remember much about. Extract, except that Jason Bateman and Mila Kunis in it. Yeah, and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, it,
0: the only things I remember, <laughs> I remember like three things about Extract. It's, all right, we're out of Pepsi. All right, they're called Domino's. That's That's, right. that's, that's so one. Genius. That's brilliant. And then the other one that always is just Mike Judge's character in that movie. Like, well, I think what we're going to have to do is a walkout. It like, <laughs> just plays this really strange factory yes. worker at one point yeah and ben and then the, and in the and the giant too. uh the giant bong rip that yes we uh, we do a we did a pop theme sketch show we might still and uh, we have a little montage at the beginning of the show it's clips of like Chichin Chong a pineapple express and i put the extract bong rip in there cuz it's such an epic <laughs> huge. Such it just a, keeps going it just it comes <laughs> it's the second set of coughs that were like another <laughs> Bellow of smoke comes out. But yeah, as as uh, as we devolve further, I think idiocracy just becomes more and more uh, appreciated and relevant Probably. Yeah, I mean, like we there's been talks like somewhat serious about The Rock becoming president. The president Camacho in <laughs> Idiocracy is like a wrestler played by Terry Crews. Wow, so that's part of his name is Mountain Dew. that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Camacho Mountain Dew the third. Yeah, like something like oh that. He's like sponsored. Like his <laughs> name is sponsored. Uh, that's all I got man yeah that's (laughs) that's it that is Beavis and ButtHead do America from 1996 do you think they'll do a sequel
1: no they'll never do they won't do a sequel (laughs) no no they're not
0: gonna do a sequel they do Spain Beavis and ButtHead do the world like what the space Beavis and Butthead do space. Atlantis?
1: Now now that you're just doing, like, Sharknado
0: territory. Oh, yeah. It's getting red. Hell, you know, Butthead, I uh, I don't know. I don't know about being launched into space. Personally, when I was a young boy, Uranus, or, uh... (laughs) Uh, You said anus.
1: (laughs) Well, there it is. Uh... Can we find a black hole? (laughs) Yeah, everyone (laughs) knows the jokes that we're gonna be doing if we go to space. Don't forget it. We're old men now. Yeah, about five
0: black hole jokes, like variations. Yeah, and Uranus left to right. Oh yeah, it's just lousy with Uranus jokes.
1: (laughs) Deep space.
0: (laughs) That's a big. That is a. a, That's a like I used to. I have not been doing a very good one this evening, but I used to pride myself on my butthead impression. That's probably better than my butthead impression. Thank you. I don't know about the beef. (laughs) That (laughs) one (laughs) might take some work. All right, so that's it uh, for this week. I am Jeremy Eden. I'm
1: Dan Eden. I'm Ian Simmons. And
0: that's a wrap.